This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to the only podcast that matters. I met her on the floor down at Pierpoint Co. Where they drink many pints and they like to snort lots of coca. C-O-C-A coca. <laughs> she walked up to me and she asked to short the VIX. I asked her, her name in, in a boss bitch voice. She said, my holla. M-Y-H-A-L-A, my holla. M-Y-H-A-L-A, my holla. Again, we're joined by the pharaoh of the floor, the titan of the trade, sultaness of the stock market, Danzel of the desk, her IMDB stack and bodies like Industries Robbie, the puff princess, <laughs> the afters admiral, all my all my girl bosses getting money like my hawa hawa, the HBO head honcho. She's industry, you industries, acting so sick that her Bloomberg is terminal, the ketamine queen, got all these fans because she makes the wind blow, star of industry and bodies, 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 my holla, Harold, my holla, how the hell are you? Oh, my God. That was amazing. Thank you. That was like the best introduction I have ever gotten, including the slap on the ass when I was four. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here with you Wait, guys. The doctor when you were born didn't call you the ketamine queen. That's crazy. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is our awesome. version of slapping you on the ass. So it's like I'm, you know. I'm living for it. I'm loving it. I'm feeling the sting. It's great. <laughs> I'm feeling this thing. Feeling alive, we, are, we, we are so happy for you to join us here on Throwing Fits, the only podcast that matters. We want to get right into it and do a little fit check. You're in London. You're in the telly right now. We want to know every item of clothing that you're wearing. The choice for you is do you want to start top down or do you want to go bottom up? We got to go top down because I got to leave the best for last. Oh, OK. All right. Because right. right. going right. top down is a bit of a cop like maneuver, but go off, queen. <laughs> Please don't associate me with the cops. Um, <laughs> so on the top here, we've got a pretty basic your everyday weekday uh, crew neck sweater in classic black. Underneath here is uh, my PJs. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little a little silk green pj shirt underneath on the Fancy. bottom i know i am a little bit bougie, <laughs> a little bougie. Is, the, is the pjs like because you're chilling in the telly or is that like what you're what you were out in earlier no no i'm in the telly however i have been known to wear my pjs out with a you know depending on the vibe if i'm going for a little early aughts like right. cash but not right. moment i have been known yeah. to do that from the bottom, I have some some navy blue New Balance sport shorts. Oh, okay. Which are new, very comfy, very breathable, and the they have a British ting. <laughs> uh, no, but I guess it is, isn't it? No, they love they love New Balances in in oh, the UK. They have they have like a made in UK line of shoes. Anyway, I don't want to belabor yeah. the point. Get to, we, we want to get to the piece de resistance. I'm being yes. too nerdy. <laughs> Indeed, the piece de resistance are these green cheerleading Bottega Veneta slippers. Wow, swag! My pride and joy, as you can see, I have worn them to shit. I wear, you wear the Bottega to the bodega. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, yeah, these are great. They're like. When I first put these on, I was like, what are these? And then I slipped them on my foot and it was, I'm not kidding, like stepping on an actual cloud. Or or the Grinch's penis as well. That's kind of what it reads like to me. 
Honestly, it's giving more than that. Somehow <laughs> it is giving more than yeah. the Grinch penis. But it's they're giving, so it's giving grussy. That's what it's grussy. <laughs> yeah, that grussy. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. I know what I've gotten myself into now. I love it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um yeah, fit for me today. I love what that. about Jules though? Like obviously yeah. the nose ring, we see that every oh. Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got um my classic jewels. I have two piercings in each ear, my septum and my nostril. All of them are I think this was like an Amazon moment, honestly. Oh. They're stainless steel, but I never ever take them out. That's you got like basis my- on the body. Yeah. Oh. Right. God. <laughs> were, were any a, of those cops she likes she supports Jeff <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're blowing it dude we need to have your publicist pull the fucking cord <laughs> right believe it or not i'm actually not black either can you imagine <laughs> yeah she's been in blackface her whole career to get roles. my whole People life that. yeah uh, <laughs> wait for the with the piercings were any of those post harper for the role or everything was uh, like you had them all no, I actually had these all over. Okay. I've had all of these piercings from from college and I had to take my septum out right. to play Harper. Mm. Sick. And all the tats that we see on the show are yours as well, right? Indeed. Yep. Sick. And we ask this for every guest. It's not because you're a woman. What are the panties? Oh. Um. <laughs> and we call them panties on every episode. Vince. I don't know. Honestly, I think I got these from my mom. She was like, I got these two hand me downs. <laughs> we're very, very close. Yeah. No, no. These were like too small, but it's just, I mean, it's like nude, seamless, very modest mm. thong vibes. I don't even know what mm. this brand is, yeah. but they're very comfortable. Um, I mean, we we love a modest thong on this show. Yeah. I mean, so tasteful. We're wearing yeah. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> shout out Mama Myhala. And what are you sipping yeah. on? Um, this is a real shout out to the UK, an innocent super smoothie. Uh, okay. the flavor is energized. Strawberry, cherry, apple, something I can't pronounce, and flax seeds with vitamins. Thought it was some, pure, thought it was some pureed baked beans, baby. <laughs> <laughs> are that we your first second. are we your first appointment of the day? Like, was this the first thing on the docket? You are not. Oh, damn. Yeah, okay. It's like so five. It, Lawrence, it's like 5 p.m. there. Oh, right. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is you are our first appointment today. But anyway, thank you for sipping on the energizing podcast juice. Fuck, I'm an idiot. Absolutely <laughs> not. I had to be ready for y'all. You yeah. know what I mean? Respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, sure that, I'm, sure that, I'm sure that Mick and Con gave you a bit of a heads up, um, which is why we actually, when getting into the meat and potatoes of this podcast, post-fit check, post-drink check, let's start with the mutual homies, Mick and Conrad the creators and writers of our favorite show that you are the star of industry. Mm -hmm. Who has better drip Mick or con? Oh no. Y'all really trying to get me in trouble. Yeah. Like the pro you Uh, like the vintage Prada data or the fucking the Burberry baddie. Yeah. Buy the fit short, the drip. (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, can I be diplomatic and say they're both giving what needs to be gave. And I appreciate Conrad's sort of, effortless i've had this baseball jersey shirt thing (laughs) since i was six years old type shit and conrad's deep commitment to wearing burberry only all the time (laughs) and it takes a level of money to do that (laughs) that's season two money it's i i appreciate them both i think they always look 
fabulous and I'm constantly taking notes. So let's, shout out let, to you guys. Let's not forget that Mick also loves his Gucci. He loves his Laura Piana. He, mm-hmm. he, he likes to spend his money. So shout out yeah. to fucking Mick, dude. Last time we were in London, they were like, oh, oy, we're going to Annabelle's. Bring your, bring your suits and, and tings. And we we were like, you're joking. We didn't yeah. bring a suit for our like one day trip to London. And they're like, where the fucking suits then? And we're like, what? Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. God, we can't go to Annabelle's now. What the fuck? Exactly. Yeah. Persona non grata. Like they like to dress up for sure. Mm-hmm. So did you go to Annabelle's? No, no, we couldn't. We I've wouldn't have passed. Mu- we wouldn't pass. The- really? Yeah. No. Damn. What are they called? Like supper I- clubs? What is it called? Like, is it a. Or what I don't it, know. I, a members club. I members don't know. Only I club, yeah. Those very often. Yeah. And I would yeah. definitely not pass the fit check at Annabelle's door. I could tell you that. Really? They're not going to let you come in with the with the fucking grussies on the dogs <laughs> <laughs> wearing wearing pajamas and and the Grinch's cock on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if I did bring those things, they might let me in because yeah. who knows what goes on in there? Am I right? Yeah, for, for real, dude. We don't know. We have no idea. Wouldn't know, would we? Yeah, they got every type of OC in there. <laughs> My holla. All flavors. We saw that you were out with um, Harry, with Mick and Con, with Marissa last night. But if you had to just pick one, who is your favorite industry co-star to party with? Oh, please do not be diplomatic this time. Yeah, no, no, I won't be. be one. No, thank it, you. Period. Hands down. It has to be Marisa just because yeah. that's my girl till the end. And when we're together, all bets are off. We really do get down. And which is saying something because I am actually um, a homebody. I Ooh. really be at home. I a homebody, not- body, body. Yeah, body, body, body. I don't go out very much. I have a man and two cats, right? And every streaming subscription you could dream of. So I'm really good, like at home with a cup of tea and a pint of ice cream. So Marisa's really good to hype me up and get me out. She can drag you out into these streets and get you active, energized. What's a a my holla Marisa collaboration looking like? Um, Oh, God. Well, it might start with drinks and dinner. She'll Mm. probably take me somewhere very nice (laughs) Um, if we're in London, since I don't know anything about eating in the city, really. Um, she'll probably take me somewhere very nice. And then she'll probably be like, oh, so-and-so's out at blah, blah, blah. We should meet for a drink. And I'll be like, a drink, Marisa. And she'll be like, come on. And then I will go. (laughs) Um, We'll probably have two there. And then she'll take me to a club and I'll just draw from my one and only club experience in London. I don't know what this place is called, but it has poles, like poles that you can dance on. Like stripper poles. Yeah. Yes. And I did go once and I, uh, I did climb to the ceiling and I did have an audience. Wow. Um, Somewhere in one of our phones is a a video of me absolutely tearing it up on the pole. I don't know where that is. I was going to say that's like some, (laughs) that's some, that's some blackmail compromise right there. I've just completely, I've just completely blackmailed myself. Watch that (laughs) here in like a week. Um, But yeah, so it probably looked kind of like that. And then we would go home and she would tuck me into bed like a sweet little angel. Mm. Uh So she's the arm twister. She's the one that can get you out of your comfort zone. And yeah, she doesn't. And and to the top of the stripper pole. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Out the bed and to the ceiling. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Well, Mahal, you have spent so much time in London. You're there now working on a project and you obviously uh, spent a lot of time there working on industry. What's the best British slang term that you've picked up? Oh, uh, huh. 
or one that you oh. find yourself accidentally using all the fucking time, yeah. much the annoyance of your boyfriend or your homies back in New York. <laughs> oh, right. Well, actually, I was with the gang last night and they were like, we read an interview of you and you said fucking hell. <laughs> fucking I, hell, man. I, I do say fucking hell all the time. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Cursing is their, it's their national pastime. Yeah. I, yeah. It is. And it, actually, it, I have such a potty mouth that I fit in so well over here. Oh, yeah. Easy, easy transition, dude, yeah. for sure. Cursing. <laughs> fucking hell is a nice, like, emphatic. You can, that's a period on any sentence right there. It is. And also can be used widely. You can sure. say about anything if you really want to. Yeah. The kids learn in kindergarten over there. Yeah, absolutely. It's part of the well, curriculum. With the potty mouth and with just like, I mean, you talk about how the tattoos and the piercings kind of seamlessly go from my hollow, the person into Harper, Stern, the character. What was so season one, you know, you were mainly running around like London and a pure point trading floor. How was preparing for season two, especially the fact that it was filmed during COVID any different than preparing for season one? Hmm. I think my my approach, my prep is always the same. You know, you go straight to the script, you learn all the, the, that you can learn from what is given to you. And then you fill it. You fill it with your previous experience from from all the things that I know about Harper and how she might navigate what happens in season two. So the, the approach really isn't different. Like logistically for us, we were mm-hmm. filming during COVID as opposed to not. So that did change, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that yeah. changed how we moved a little bit. We didn't really get to spend as much time out and about together, which was, you know, difficult for us. And we really, we were just really focused on not getting sick so that we could finish the show, which we did, which was amazing. Nobody got sick. And that's thank great. you for your service, by the way. You know, that was, uh, <laughs> that was big of you guys. We really appreciate it. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. because of, because of the COVID protocols and because HBO is such a fucking wet blanket with the protocols <laughs> and shit, they wouldn't let us have a candy. Yeah, we were Mick trying to Con, get our Mick and Con were like, yeah. yo, we're in London. We we're in London. They're like, yo, come to Cardiff and, and be in the background and maybe you'll get a line. The yeah. best we got was um, I'm not going to give anything away, but I believe my moniker of horny Jimmy does make a cameo in season two. Yeah. Yes. You're yeah. talking you're talking to the real horny Jimmy right now. So oh like this God. is a big deal, you know? The OG. Oh, Jimmy, yeah. you're horny. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Jeff, clip it out. My holla, in terms of like season 1 versus season 2, even like despite the fact that James and I shout from the 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 rafters and the rooftops how much we love this, it feels like season 1 of industry was a little slept on, you know, relative to the prestige TV space whereas season 2 not just in terms of the content itself, but the press is off to like a rip roaring start. Why do you think that is? Is it just like people have had more time to digest the show or is it that season two is a level up? What do you think? Well, I definitely think season two is a level up and that comes naturally. Anyway, the first season of anything, especially something so new in the world, like industry was, I think there's just a lot of question marks. It's like, who's going to love this are they going to watch it? Um, the rollout was during COVID as well, mm. which was a big question mark. We True. had no idea how that was going to affect the views. And honestly, in a lot of ways, I think it was good for us because people were forced to watch it. Yeah. They'd run all their other normal shit. Right, totally. Um, but yeah, I think just just the pe- people learned about about our first season slowly, like in weird niche waves and by the time season two was coming around, I think all of the people who'd ever watched it had finally been like, oh, yeah, we're into it. And now we're excited for season two. Um, and yeah, I don't know. They just they they gave the push on the press, which, of course, we all appreciate because 
that's how people know to watch things. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and absolutely. I think our show has leveled up in the second season. All, all of the elements have grown. We as actors have grown making Conrad as writers, all the mm-hmm. new creatives on the team, directors, producers across the board. Uh, everybody stepped up for the second season. We just weren't playing any games. So mm. um, really Not happy. fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm happy with the attention we've got this time. It's well, people really, uh, Maybe they finally saw the cum eating scene and they're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I need to tune in for season two. Yeah, this right. is this is right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> it's a niche audience, but it's a, it's an enthusiastic one. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the you can say they're a very hungry audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. They yeah. might they might even be starving. <laughs> <laughs> they might be coming around for more. Um, <laughs> when you're out now, do you and the gang get like recognized by like are you guys like cult heroes amongst banker bros? Because you finally given some like depth and emotion to this trash blanket block of people. <laughs> oh, bless you. listen, we love you guys. Thank you for <laughs> painting a picture that we could then turn into a paycheck. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think for Banks me, thanks off the I, bankers. <laughs> yeah, right. right. You know, okay, come on now. Um, side hustle. No, I <laughs> I don't get recognized too often at least for the first season hardly at all because it was during COVID and so ain't nobody going outside and I for sure was not right um but I have been recognized more and more as season two has dropped in the U.S. and the anticipation of it in London since I've been here a few days I was out to lunch with a friend and I didn't even see this happen because I was ordering my whatever I was ordering my matcha latte um and I guess my friend saw two people on the street walk behind him and one goes wait hold on is that is that is that her is that and and then the other one like pushed her down the street was like we have to get out of here <laughs> my friend goes that was awkward and i was like i know that waiter was kind of weird huh <laughs> <laughs> you didn't notice the like kerfuffle that just happened about somebody yeah. recognizing you and i was like oh my god no i'm not even thinking about that um and in the first season i had braids so i think now that i don't i'm mm. a little to recognize but as press and things and the first season the second season has dropped i think people are recognizing me a little bit more i was at comic-con to promote bodies 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 and crazy (laughs) there were quite a few people there who pulled me aside and they were like i'm so excited for industry (laughs) to come out so that was really cool um last night when i was out a bunch of girls in the bathroom recognized me and so i took a little quick selfie in the bathroom oh sick have you gotten used to that or is that is that weird for you still um, no, I'm, it, well, it's still strange for sure, but, um, I don't know. I try to approach it. Look, if, if people didn't watch the show, if we didn't have fans of the show, right. we wouldn't have a job. So <laughs> I always try to approach it with kindness and patience. And, you know, if someone's like, oh my God, is that, I'm always like, hi, how are you? Yes, it's me. Thank you so much for watching the show. You know what I mean? Put a little gratitude out into the world. Sure. Uh, but I think I'm never going to be fully used to complete strangers, like stopping in their tracks and looking at me like they've seen an alien, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah better get used to it i mean as your star continues to rise with bodies bodies yeah. bodies out today or i guess out <laughs> three four days ago by the time yeah. you this. <laughs> yeah um but mahalo now that you've played a banker and you kind of like have really dived into portraying them and, and their character is like you know they're just as deep and complex and and flawed as any other human like do you actually have more empathy for banker bros when you see them or is it still fuck capitalism um I mean, it's still fuck capitalism, but I do have more. I absolutely have more empathy for what they do, because to my outside eye, it was like, you know, they make all this money. Like, 
fuck bitches get money. And then <laughs> they, they're just like toxic masculinity is pervasive, pervasive and like ruining everyone's lives. But I might also adopt a kind of behavior if I was dealing with the things that they're dealing with on the day to day. Like you see how fucked up Harper is. Right. She's messed up. And that's because her job is so crazy and so difficult. And like just purely the math of it all. I could simply never like right. the skill and the the life force that it takes to be in that industry. I have a lot of respect for anyone who actually chooses to do that. Also, your moral compass is like smashed on the floor to be able to do that. And I think that's actually like kind of an inhumane thing to do to yourself, but it's required for the job. So big ups to you for, for even going there. Uh, but it's still fuck capitalism for sure. How fun is it to play these morally ambiguous, broken bastards? Like, is that, is that as an actor, is that, does that like, is that such an exciting opportunity? Like, Oh yeah. It gets me so fired up. I love it. The messier on the page, the better it's, it's always a good time to play something like a stretch of yourself or at Mm -hmm. least not feel like, and this is what's so cool. I think about industry and the way that they, Mickey and Conrad and all of us have presented these people as so human. They're, they're relatable because there is an ounce like yeah. the potential for a person to do what they do exists. It right, always right. exists. Um, so to explore what that feels like inside of me and then do it, because I would never do it in life, um, <laughs> is pretty cool. I, I find it very fun. And like the more morbid it is, the more exciting it is to play. So it's not 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 to uh, say that Harper Stern is your joker or anything, but have you ever like <laughs> borrowed from that character? Like if you're in a frustrating situation and you're just like, what would Harper do? And you just fucking like steamroll your way through it. Uh, yeah. Go off on a trick. Uh, like you yell at your Uber driver to hurry the fuck up or something. Like <laughs> no, if I've learned yeah, just berating anything. service workers. <laughs> oh, God, no. If I've learned anything from Harper, it's to not do what right. she does. Um, but. What I what I think is similar, actually, in Harper and in me is this like desperate need to do what we do to the best of our abilities. Mm. I would say the best of my abilities are like less tragic than hers are, but she's going for it. She's so ambitious. And, you know, I think her. uh, Well, I was going to say professionalism, but that's not really a thing, is it? I was going to say like her desire to be the best. I relate. Too. And I always try to, you know, put my best foot forward and everything. Would you say that like your career and where you're at right now and like where Harper is on the show is like analogous and then it's like it, that it's like this crazy ambition and like willing, not willing to do whatever it takes because you're not a, a psycho like, like she is. But like, do you feel that like there's the kinship there, right? Just like in where you're at in your career, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. I think for for lots of us starting this show, we were all sort of coming into this. Um, not ever having done a show this big or with this much responsibility or for me leading a show and being on something for as long as I was in the first season, it was very much giving uh, imposter syndrome. It was very much giving, I don't know if I can do this. It was very much giving, I have to make sure everyone thinks I can do it at the very least. And I know that Harper was going through all of that as well. And coming to do the second season now, we've all worked a little bit more. We've all grown up a lot. We've matured a lot. So we do kind of, come into the second season with uh, more confidence, more self-assuredness and a sort of like, now I can really go for this attitude, which I think yeah. our characters um, also yeah. also have. 
Yeah, that's reflective on the quality of the show. Again, for anyone who has not tapped in, you go back, watch season one, because season two is off to a rip roaring fucking start, people. <laughs> uh, you know, again, not to equate uh, you with your character, Harper Stern, but are you good with money? <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a yes or no question. Yeah, I was going to say, this sounded like a no. <laughs> I'm getting so much better. Okay. okay. That's I improvement. I, that's good. I am. That's yes. Good. Yes. What they don't tell you when you start to make money, if you've never had money, is that you have more bills to pay and you get mm. to keep a lot less of it. The so tax man was, cometh. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was rocking my shit, bro. <laughs> I was like, who are you and what have you done with what? What? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. That, that was a really sick thing that yeah. wasn't nice. But how else are you going to learn? It's not like they teach you how to. No, totally. Uncle it's, Sam has run through us all for sure. Yeah, we have all we've all got our back blown out by the fucking tax man. I'll tell you that much. I mean, yeah, but I'm happy to report that I am getting so much better and I have help. I have help. Let me not cap. I have help. Can't you can't do it. You can't do it alone. Right. It takes that support system. Exactly. Wait. So do you have any hot stock tips for us or no? You got nothing. No, of course not. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I I read the question out. (laughs) No, 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 no. You don't want that from me because I'll be like. (laughs) Get it in whatever investment you can that has anything to do with cats. Like that's what <laughs> invest in yourself. In yeah, invest in yes. Petco. That's yeah. the yes. advice there from my Holly Harold. Invest in your fucking self. Yeah, that's Come the advice now. from Horny get Jimmy it, as well. Get a tattoo. <laughs> get that tattoo. Buy those Bottega <laughs> slippers. Buy the Bottegas, bitch. Yeah. Buy them. <laughs> yeah, invest in your amazing. drip. Yes. Buy, yeah, yeah. Buy the yeah. Buy, buy the, the drip. <laughs> yeah, buy the drip for the fit. <laughs> Mahalo. All right. I want to talk about bodies, bodies, bodies. First of all, congratulations. It came out today nationwide. Um, Following along just with like you and the whole fucking stacked cast looked fun as fuck, right? At least on social media, which is, you know, which is perception perception is reality. Did you have a favorite moment filming with like such a fun looking crew? Oh, gosh. Um, Genuinely, it is hard to pick because it it is it was and it continues to be as fun and amazing with this group of people as it looks on social media that's not a lie we genuinely love each other which i think is rare except apparently not for me because i love industry cast as well so <laughs> i'm very i know well two for two right yeah. let's hope it continues that Fingers way but, crossed. Um, book of mormon can kick rocks though <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that shit sucked <laughs> uh, um i think one of the most exciting moments was there's a, I won't spoil anything for people who haven't seen it yet, but there is a scene, the sort of penultimate scene in the film that on the page was 13 pages long. Wow. And uh, it's between a handful of us, four or five of us. Uh, and we're sort of airing our grievances and coming for each other. Um, and that was like the the preparation for that felt very much like a play because our the way we shot it was mostly single takes and we did almost the whole thing every time and that one included like stunt work and props and people coming in and out and you know all kinds of things and that was super fun for me because I love to be able to stick with something for a long time short takes are great but if you have 13 pages with three other people and there all this drama is happening you really get to like completely yeah. give yourself to what's going on and yep. it was like very intense high drama at that moment sure. which is you know that's me. sounds like kubrickian to some degree right like just right. like super fucking intense so that so your favorite memory on set with the stacked 
crew, cast and crew of legends is like the emotional traumatic deep dive is what you're saying. <laughs> oh, I've just made myself sound so pretentious. <laughs> no, oh, you're, an you're, actor. you're a working actor. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Carnegie Mellon for anyone who doesn't know. Pittsburgh, baby. Um, wow. Yeah. No, that, that was really fun because we all got to do these big things and we all really right loved up. each other. And in the same breath, we were like calling each other the most nasty things with all this like buzzword, high language stuff, which right. is so hilarious and fun. Um, but that was one of my favorite moments. And then another favorite moment was like every day at like 4 a.m. when we were finished, we would all like go to someone's room and just lay in silence and like take in the trauma that we'd all just gone through <laughs> together. Group therapy. Silence right. style. Yeah, no talking. <laughs> right. <None>. Yeah. <laughs> what was uh who who was your favorite bodies, bodies, bodies castmate to party with? Call that yeah. question. Uh oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. They all bring the funk in such different ways. This is also very okay. Wild card here. I'm gonna say Helena, our director. Oh, okay. The boss Helena is so fun. She's like scary fun and unpredictable <laughs> fun. Um, but she's also giving mama bear vibes. So it was always right. nice to like, and she drinks exclusively, she drinks champagne. Ooh, so, fancy. That's director yeah. shit right there. I <laughs> mean, come on now. So that's I an A24 budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love to kick it with her because she's always got the bubbles on lock. <laughs> um, I saw that you're doing some promo for Bodies, Bodies, Bodies uh, on MTV and you're wearing a T-shirt from one of our favorite places, Pumps. Mm, yeah. Bushwick's <laughs> yeah. number one topless bar. Are you a regular there? <laughs> uh, well, I, I wish I could say that I was a regular, but I'm just not in town often enough right. to be a regular. But Pumps is home and I love everyone there. Big shouts out to Andy and Kat. They're the best. Yo, shout out Kat. <laughs> yeah, Kat's the best. Uh, Cat Spot, shameless plug for Cat Spot. She's got all of your bar needs. She's made, they were just, they're great. And and they always supported me, which was nice. So I always like to come back and make it rain on them. When you're, yeah, when you're so, next in New York, uh, yeah. Budweiser's on us at pumps. Yeah, we got it. Okay. Throwing on, down the, the TF corporate plastic, dude. We'll get you to the top <laughs> of that pole one way or another. <laughs> so you've been on like a dual promo run with Industry Season 2. And bodies, bodies, bodies. You must be exhausted. Thank you for giving us an hour of your brain space. Um, Appreciate you. Has there been like a rock star moment or even like a pinch me moment that you've had while doing these dual promo tours? Huh. Like, have you I trashed mean... any hotel room? You fucking. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh... Made it rain in the club. Okay. Well, okay. So I don't know if it was like really a pinch me moment. I'm going to get all sappy and weird for a sec, but um, go off at the, (laughs) thank you at the bodies premiere at Fort green park um, Mm. in, in Brooklyn. We watched the film outside with something crazy, like, 1200 people and then the a bunch of us went back to they had like a indoor outdoor like bar situation and about midnight the dj just turned it right up with like all these um, like r&b and hip-hop early aughts classics and i swear to you it was like 50 of us in this tiny box of a room i have never been around so much sweat it was like (laughs) existed everyone was getting down big shout out to dylan o'brien who has megan the stallion knees um that was (laughs) That was so fun. And then me and all the girls had a little huggy moment and we were like Aww. crying. Aww, we were like, we'll never see each other again. <laughs> <laughs> the the sisterhood. True. The sisterhood yeah. will live on in your hearts and minds forever. That's true. It yeah. will. And we have-, have that exact moment after we wrap every single podcast episode. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I oh, hope we I'm never see each other again, bro. <laughs> 
I am a little disappointed to learn that James and myself are uh, apparently the only two people in Brooklyn that were not invited to the Fort Greene screening. So 824, if you're listening, step up your fucking list, bro. God, oh, no. I know. I mean, that's yeah, crazy. Step it down. Because I feel like you should have been there. I agree. That's why I'm complaining <laughs> publicly. Is there a sequel? Is there a sequel in the works? Yeah. We think in sequel. Not that I know of. Not that I know of. Bodies, 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 bodies. bodies that bodies, would be bodies, good. Bodies. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that. Okay. Well, after crossed. with industry two is industry season two um, in the books with bodies, bodies, bodies uh, premiering. Have you gotten yourself a little at a girl present after these checks cleared? You know, I haven't yet. However, today, Ooh. after we hop off the podcast, unfortunately, I am in the market for a new suitcase because the fucking idiots at the airport ripped <gasps> off one of my wheels, no. my my big trunk suitcase. Damn. So I I might just drop a bag and go to Ramoa. I don't know. A bag on a she's gonna drop a bag on a bag, dog. I yeah, don't you gotta know. go. To We're not doing like Louie or like Goyard yeah. or like. A go-yard trunk would be fucking gas, dude. I didn't even know what that was. I walked by it the other day and there's people out there and I was like, what is this? And the person I was with was like, oh, this is like a very exclusive thing. They don't do brand endorsements. They don't dress people. Mm -hmm. They don't right. even turn you away. And I was like, you know what? I'm not that status. It's not for me. I got to go. Not, no, at least not that. You're a go-yard go-hard. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I seen you on the Chanel red carpet at the Tribeca Film Festival. Don't pretend like you don't got it like that, dog. That was very fun. And we saw you, I in, the, we saw you in the Tommy in the Tommy B. Yeah, that was. Oh, my God. You know, I cried at that show. It was so whimsical and beautiful. I sat there and cried. And that was my first and only fashion show I've ever been to. But Damn, I literally send the bar high fun. It was so good. I would. I want to go again. I want to go again. Brands, if you're listening, invite her to everything. Yo, I will hit, cry in the front row. If you hit the A24 <laughs> plug, we'll work our fashion connects, which maybe. Yeah you know, kind of yeah. ends at, at Tom Brown, but is fashion a space where you want to like kind of enter <laughs> into and, and, and participate in? Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't know to what degree, but I have always been a fan of fashion from, from very young. I've always been like into it and not in the sense, I mean, I'm kind of like a shitty into it person because <laughs> you name a bunch of things and I'll be like, I don't know what that is, but I'll be like, right. this is good. And I've always had like my mom, my mom is my mom and I would do like thrift shopping like every weekend in my hometown. That was like our thing. And we would always find brands and whatever. And she has like, you know, a closet full of vintage Prada that she's found at the fucking Goodwill in San Jose. Right. She she's my idol in that. So I love to find sort of hidden gems um, and then build whatever I build from it, which is essentially what I did for this press tour. I dressed myself, yeah. which oh, wow. very fun. Yeah, and, awesome. and not to and not to gas you up, but like James and I, this is what we do. Like we look at you and we're like, that is natural swag. That is real fucking taste. So I think oh, I think you got it. And again, for the brands listening, if you want her crying in the front row, fucking. <laughs> Call her up. And James and I are usually crying at fashion shows, but it's because we got bad seats, typically in like the third or fourth <laughs> row. But that's a separate, it's a separate conversation for another podcast, you know? <laughs> Listen, I'll take it. But yeah, I yeah. would love to, I have a huge appreciation for fashion. I don't know yet that I have like the, the stamina because it's, that world is so beyond my understanding it's yeah. so quick and yeah. like i didn't understand that fashion shows were like 20 minutes long i didn't know yeah that. <laughs> yeah. yeah like all that just for that stuff yeah. and all this stuff and we take all these pictures yeah. and then we sit down for 20 minutes and then everyone is gone they're yeah. gone 
Yeah. 20 um, minutes is a long it's about show. half an half a half of an episode of industry is typically the length right. of like a fashion yeah. show. If it's if it's a long one. <laughs> right. But I, I would love to be I would love to be in that space just because I have a massive appreciation for it. So, you know, fingers crossed. Well, as as the as the doors open, as the access increases, um, not just in fashion, but in film and TV, do you have a dream director that you would love to one day work with? Oh. Let's manifest. Manifest. Is there a dream director that I would? This is so hard. This is so hard. You could name a few if you want, or you know, yeah. it's up to you know. Go. It's the floor is yours. We just want to get inside that fucking vicious mind. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't even have like a proper list. This is why I'm like people are always so funny. They're like, you must know X, Y, and Z, and I'm like, I actually don't know like people's names very well, which I understand is like pretty disrespectful but i know like moments and films and some people that i want to work with but i'll shamelessly plug myself instead <laughs> okay because um i actually really want to direct so Ooh. i would love to work with myself <laughs> fuck yeah wait like are you sorry do you have a project that you've like been working on that you're like you're currently writing or like where are we at yeah, yeah, I have. Uh, there's two projects. One is an animated feature that is almost finished. Let's fucking um, go, dude! And then another one that I'm, um, like working on the pitch and sort of developing with two of my best friends and my boyfriend and a director that I've worked with already. Um, Caleb Femi, big shout out! We love <laughs> Caleb Femi, who did Ep Five and Six of season oh, two. Six. Um, yeah, and and so we're working on that one, and my hope is to co-direct that with him since mm, I haven't yeah. done it officially yet. Um, but yeah, I, I really do love like pictures are important to me. I love what we do in front as much as we do behind the camera. Mm. And I, I would really love to do that. Fuck a name drop. Big up yourself. Yeah. dude. <laughs> Just real yeah. quick. If people thought that the end of uh, episode two of season two was fucking like Michael Mann esque, wait till the end of episode six, I was ready to run yeah. through a fucking wall. <laughs> That one's really fun. We had to take a like a little cat nap in between shooting that one because it was so intense. We had to like Ooh. take a break and yeah, then yeah. come back to it. Decompress yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Truly, they were like, go have Jimmy a snack. <laughs> right. Yeah. Go have a snack and then come back and we'll keep shooting this one. That I'm really excited for everyone to see that. Yeah. If you'll indulge us real quick, looking back for a second, uh, is there a role that got away? Obviously, no regrets, but like, is there was there something where you're like, that's still that's still maybe you're like, damn, fuck. Okay, uh, uh, maybe not. Okay, not really, but I will <laughs> say I because I do firmly believe that all the things that are meant for me will find me, and the things that are not are not. And this one was definitely a not because um, Zendaya in Euphoria is one of the most prolific. Performances ever, right? I did audition for it. Wow, dog, um, that's that's a different show. Yeah, it's With a. Com- I mean, it's a totally different show. Yeah. But I remember putting that tape together, and I like filmed it on an actual camera, which I don't do anymore because mm. it's a waste of time and energy. <laughs> but okay. I filmed it on like an actual camera, and I edited it, and I wow. put like intro in, and I did a whole thing for it because I just thought the script was so good. Um, and I auditioned for Rue first and then I auditioned for Maddie, which would have wow. been terrible. I would have been so bad as well. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> this is crazy. 
Yeah, I'm just like I, a fucking hooker. <laughs> I just did it wrong. I just did it so wrong. It was unbelievable. No, not wrong. Your own way. Different. You did it the Mahala way. But watching it, I was like, go off. Like, yeah. the, you ha- have always been the right person for this. And right. I'm so like, I was water so under the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. So great. Well, look, the universe has a funny way of things working out. And, um, you know, season or season one and two of industry fucking fire. Let's manifest. Again, if you'll indulge it. So let's manifest that you're nominated at the Emmys for Best Actress. What's the uh-huh. red carpet fit going to be? Damn. Um, um, I think to align me with the show, it's got to be some sort of deconstructed-esque suit that's mm. like a gown. We might give a little bit of Angelina Jolie leg peek, but I'm like a, I'm now designing this dress. I'm thinking (laughs) a sort of off the shoulder, like, you know, the top of a jacket sort of coming off the shoulder, but maybe wrapping around one side and then maybe the like legs, maybe there's like a tail coat or something and the like leg things coming around i'm hearing margella i'm hearing some margella vibes that's okay, what i'm getting from. okay so maybe there, a little balenci might be Ooh, nice. if you're listening demna if you're listening i've already i've already picked the dress that is balenciaga um for i don't know if it'll be my next premiere but i just finished a film called leave the world behind with sam s mall for netflix i've already decided um uh, on a dress that's Balenciaga nice. for that premiere. Fire. Let's go. Could you, Hell could yeah. you, the way that Mick and Khan stole the purple hoodies for myself and Lawrence, could you steal some Harper Stern Johns and like rework them into a dress? Like take a pantsuit and freak it? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> also, nope, HBO, HBO Wardrobe Department, we're just kidding. Yeah. Oh, no. We, I love Colleen can absolutely get me something else. But I'm going to leave Harper's Johns to her. She's okay. earned them. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, you, as we've kind of um, emphasized, are getting huge fits off. And it's clear that it's your own style and it's your own swag and everything. Your boyfriend is also getting off crazy fits, at least on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, for real. The is, fit is that your, going wild. Does, he have, does he have your influence to thank or is he being a big boy and getting dressed on his own? Oh, he's so fine. He's getting dressed on his own for sure. But my input is very much in that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You guys, your fingerprints like, are all over the fit pics. <laughs> I'm definitely being like, babe, what about this? Do you like this? How about this? But he puts it all together himself. Okay, yeah. And he wears it, um, and he wears it, he wears it as yeah. himself. Uh, he, exactly. he does. He's yeah. wearing it. I'm obsessed with him and he's so fine. And he yeah, always looks dressing. so good. I'm so come- glad you guys noticed. That's oh, so- how how are we not gonna notice? I mean, he's he's on your feed looking fucking spicy on the red carpet. He's on his own shit going fucking hammer time. You bring some ingredients and then he's cooking up the dish himself, is what you're saying. Absolutely. I just make a friendly suggestion and right. then he absolutely just cranks it out every time. Oh, he's you, yeah, you he'd be cr- he be cranking. Do you, do you, do you cop him shit? Like if, you, if you're out and you see like something dope, are you like, I'm going to, you buy it for him? Like, do you do any of that or? Uh, sometimes like, well, I've definitely like for his birthday sure. or for like our anniversary, it's very hard to resist when you're like, I think actually the last time the both of us were in London, I needed a pair of tennis shoes and we went into Burberry and I was like, okay, I don't understand why men's shoes always have the best color palettes. Why do y'all get the best shit? 
it's no because, it, because it's shoes, but like, because the yeah. sneaker industry is uh, run by men. Yeah. Right. And we, yeah. and we have bigger feet. So it's more, more materials, AKA more money. So it's just right. a fucking, it's a game, bro. The pejorative, the pejorative at sneaker companies. And this is real. This yeah. is comes from like people that work there is uh, the, the prevailing attitude when it came to designing women's shoes, which is changing. Right. But yeah. the prevailing attitude was uh, shrink it and pink it. Just like take the men's shoe, make it small, make it pink. Yeah. Fucking that's, gross, dude. That's the problem I have for it. Make it small, but don't put that. Like I, you know what I mean? So what happened yeah. this one time and has happened before is I see something on the men's side of the store that I love that yeah. I can't wear because they don't have it in my size. So right. I just get it for him instead. And then wow. I appreciate it on his body. <laughs> I mean, listen, music to my ears, man. Yeah. Speaking of your speaking of your incredibly well dressed beautiful mans, uh, it's time for everyone's favorite portion of the podcast. Mm-hmm. A little uh, sex and dating, yeah. a little sucking and fucking, nothing. Yeah. Me- <laughs> meets and cheeks, baby. And, yeah. You know, in case we weren't uh, already talking about that before. But uh, right, Mahala, right, right. what's the worst first date you've ever been on? Oh, you know, I haven't been on many actual dates. Mm. That's um, a problem. That is that a is problem. problem. I mean, yeah. you're well, young. I yeah. am young, but I, and so worst first dates, probably this one that I went on this guy who I knew, I knew he was gay and I don't know why he wanted to take me <laughs> out, but he took me to this like weird, I want to say it was some sort of like fish place. I don't even remember what we ate, but it was so okay. awkward and I yeah. got kind of drunk because it was so awkward. Brr, and then brr. when he dropped me off, I was like, come upstairs. And he just pied me so hard. He was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 no. And then left. He mugged you off, man. Yeah. Yeah, he mugged me off pretty hard. Uh, Have you guys since reconciled? Where like, is he now comfortable oh, yeah. enough with himself where he's not trying to take women on dates? Oh no, yeah. Everything is fine. <laughs> he's good <laughs> and I'm good. Love is that. He, is That's he, a beautiful is he story. Did, is yeah. he, did he feel comfortable enough to come out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. all right, good. perfect. Yeah, um, upstairs. No, you don't have a dick. Yeah, <laughs> no dick up there for me. <laughs> yeah, that is a dickless. That is a dick-free zone. I am not interested. Yeah. Um, yep. But for all the young guys listening at home, or maybe looking for love, maybe you know, maybe they shouldn't uh, go out on a date with um, someone of the of the gender that they're not interested in. Uh, what's a solid first date fit that you would recommend? Oh, um. Uh, for me, I'm just trying to see personality, which you you get a lot of through the fit. So sure. I would say put something on that you that makes you feel good about yourself that is slightly more polished than you on the. Mm. You know. It also like depends that. on where we're going. If we're right. going out to dinner and it's like a nice place, like put a shoe on. You know what okay. I mean? Put a nice mm-hmm. shoe on, or like like put the off whites on, but they better be clean. You know what right, I mean? Right, 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 for sure. Just mm. cleaned and polished. Okay. Um, this is this is great advice. Be yourself, but like be the little bit better version of yourself because right. it is like a high stakes moment, you know? Yeah. Right. Be you on your best day. Yeah. Ooh. You got to be yourself. Bars. Mahala, <laughs> you are in a beautiful relationship with a sexy, well-dressed man. Yes. But who's on your hall pass list? Hall. Oh. <laughs> 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 who's on my hall pass yeah, who list? are your celeb crushes now that you're a celeb uh, I, uh, I i don't even really have one honestly oh. i you- i genuinely don't this is me being a hundred percent wifed up like right. i've been 
domesticated type shit. I've had my fun and believe me, I have had it. Um, so I'm really good. However, um, you know, if sometime down the line and we really been through it and there's a hottie out there and we're both like, that's hot. You never know. I mean, you got to mix it up and keep things excited. We might invite, we might invite somebody in at some point, like, but like Idris Elba. No, okay. <laughs> not to say that Idris isn't hot, but I okay. feel like I would just I was thinking of the hottest hot. British guy. I could now I know. Now I know who's on Lawrence's hall pass. List. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Fucking yeah, check that box for me and my wife. Yeah, the hottest British guy is Skepta, bro. Oh, big, big, big smoke yes, is big hot, smoke. dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's hot. Yeah. I actually think I would prefer um, a woman. Oh, add okay. anybody in. Damn, look at us being fucking, yeah, too trad. Okay, respect. (laughs) Um, All right, well, let's move into the third and final section of this podcast. Payola, baby. Cold, hard cash. My holla, how much money do you make? Yeah. Oh. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Actually, I I can't even tell you because it literally changes every year. I have zero guarantee of numbers on paper, so I couldn't even tell you if I wanted to. That's and fine. that's very diplomatic. I don't even yeah, know no, how much money was, Lawrence and I make, to be honest. Like, right. yeah, that's good. As as creatives, as independent yeah, it's, creatives, it's, it's so much that it's just hard to keep track. It's of. hard. To, yeah, there's not enough numbers in. No, they, they haven't invented all the numbers yet for that kind <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, they haven't invented letters to yours now. It's <laughs> right. Yeah, nine A B C. Yeah, yeah that's like X is in there and shit. It's wild, bro. <laughs> so no, Lawrence, I can't even recognize. I'm pretty sure they invented the the number eighty thousand. Yeah, yeah, right. Wait, Mahalo, though, what do you so what do you like to spend your hard-earned money on? Whether you know, we talked about like um clothes, but what else besides clothes? Food. Yeah. Ooh, you're gourmand? No. I I am. It's not like I I'm not like a snob about it. I don't know where the good food's at, but mm. I want to find it. I it's, love to eat well. It's like your relationship with fashion. You just have good fucking taste, my friend. That's really what it comes down to. You're like, I, I know like, good I shit like. when I see it and I want to wear it and I want to fucking eat it. But don't fucking yeah. ask me to name it because I don't know. I actually can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you have a, a favorite uh, New York City restaurant right now? Ooh. Um, uh, yes. Mondo and I, Mondo's my boyfriend. Mondo okay. and I go to, uh, De La Rocos in Brooklyn Heights, like three times a week. It's a pizzeria and mm. it has best gluten-free crust I have uh, ever had. I see. Okay. That's very, very good. My Holland Mondo. I like that. that yeah. Item. That's a great it's fucking, good. just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> a little alliteration for your ass. Yeah. Okay. I'm Mahala. Before we end this episode of the only podcast that matters and steal a little bit more of your time for the afters, which I know you're a big fan of as or at least Harper Stern is. <laughs> yeah. Harper, the admir- admirable, is. admiral of the afters. Um, <laughs> you would love, love to offer up some constructive criticism just from like where we're sitting. Cause you're obviously killing it. Bodies, bodies, bodies in theaters. Now industry season two fucking banging every Monday at 9 PM Eastern on HBO max, HBO and HBO max. Right. Um, allow us to just give you, you know, take it or leave it. Highly suggest you take it. Anyone that's left it, it failed. Anyone that's taken it, yeah. big success. Uh, first up, just saying. So like I mentioned, we nearly got a cameo on season two, but mm. Mick and Con were fucking pussy boys and didn't want to break COVID <laughs> protocol. Get us a cameo in season three. I will try. Okay. I will try. Genuinely. That's all we can ask for is your effort. How your, do you, your, where do you, your A how do you plus us, effort. Yeah. How do you see us fitting in? Like, what, what are we doing? Are we like those? Are we the nonces like doing the fucking amazing ad libs in the background? Are we like, fucking chopping up lines at the afters billionaire playboys 
the question is, do you want to cameo as yourself or Ooh. as a character? Oh, because no. Yeah. I want to be exist me. in the world. Yeah, that'd be cool. Really I don't know why. Harper, Harper's like, would, oh, but... yo, I found this fucking hot podcast we should invest in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, just here's the thing. Like, Harper is the best at taking people home. You know what I mean? Mm. What if you guys are on a trip to London, y'all been here, oh. y'all are in the club with who knows what and who, and yeah. he meets you guys and your other Americans in the spot. Like, right. you know what I mean? So yeah. there's a lot of potential. You could also suddenly blow up to the extent that you need a hedge fund guy or a something maybe, or yeah. I don't know. It depends on what you want, but this is actually something I can we Great. should continue workshopping this. You are a writer. You have a career fucking behind the camera. I mean, everything I just heard was fucking incredible. By the so. way, Harper, Harper has unstoppable Riz. I mean, like she is just pulling bodies, yeah. bodies, bodies. Not to yeah, you know, for real, continue making that pun, but like <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. That's all I'll say. I mean, maybe and maybe are you drawing on like your past experiences like a party girl? Um, fucking pulling, pulling at the pre homebody days. Yeah. Listen, I have no trouble. <laughs> is all I'm going to say. I, I like to- that, dude. I That's have no confidence. Problems. Yeah. I have no problems getting what I want to get. And I'm actually very, <laughs> very picky. Oh, I'm very picky. Well, yeah, clearly look at your, look at your mans. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I also, Great A, B. Like, I'm punching up with him. And so, and everyone's like, no, you're not. And I'm like, I know, but how nice is it to feel like I am? You know what I yeah. mean? I mean, you're literally I mean, punching up in that. He's like six foot nine. <laughs> yeah, he's much taller than you <laughs> or you're, or I'm, you're, Literally punching to yeah. the sky. He's <laughs> yeah. So much taller than me. Genuinely, I'm breaking my neck every time I have to look at him, but it's so worth it. Because when I, I do, like oh. you're both lucky. Because again, he is dating a popping working actor. So thank you very much. Again, let's be clear. All right, one more piece of constructive criticism before we get you out of here, my holla. Yes. Um, James alluded to this a little bit earlier. And before I got too hot, I was wearing the OG from the set. Pilford Buyer Boys, Pierpoint and Co. Management Offsite Purple Hoodie. You already know the fucking vibes. Could you potentially follow in their footsteps? And when we start fucking shooting season three, can you steal more props and wardrobe from the set for me and James? I don't see why not. Thank you. That's all I needed. I want to have yeah. a whole cottage. I want to have a whole. Well, we could have a cottage industry of just stealing fucking merch and props from set, and then we flip them on eBay, dude. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying. The show is going to be the show is big enough. I really think enough people hit us up about these hoodies, you know? Okay. Well, how about this? What I actually going to flip something. What I could do is get like things that I've used that have like, you know, if I use a cup or something. Oh, right. That have like your, your secretions and juices on them. Yeah. That has all my DNA all over it. (laughs) Oh, so like, uh, we're going to like be selling, we're going to be selling my hollow bath water. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yo, these Japanese businessmen are not going to know what hit them, dude. We're about to cake up. Oh God! I have to say, you guys, just really quick. You were like, "This is constructive criticism," and then mm-hmm. you just asked me to do things. For you. Like <laughs> yeah, thing? that's that's how. I mean, listen, you're a smart, you're a smart person because that is what it is. It is us <laughs> basically just what? asking for favors. Speaking of the purple hoodie, though, I know that uh, Mick and Khan spoke about this publicly, and that yes, we saw the DM, so you know we were privy to uh, privileged knowledge. But what went through your head when you heard that Virgil? was like wanting to design a whole fucking capsule collection around industry yeah. based around the purple hoodie specifically. RIP. Yeah. yeah the, I mean, I had the pleasure of communicating with Virgil when the show came out 
Wow. Sick. Yeah. Um, and I, I never got to meet him, but this, this man's reach was so right. far and so wide that it struck, I think, everybody who was even adjacent to him. Totally. Um, so when I found that out, I was like, what? And he I reached out and was like, bro, I love you. <laughs> and he was like, oh, my God, I'm such a fan. Can I send you some stuff? And amazing. Um, Damn, floating from the God himself. Damn, I mean, incredible. yeah, he, he sent us some stuff, which was a gift. And a few weeks before he passed, he invited me and Mondo to his flagship store in London and they gifted us. Oh, wow. And Damn, um, big RIP to the fucking legend dude. changed the I game. Mean, he really yeah. did. And when I when I knew about the capsule collection and. Peeped it. I was. Shocked and amazed at <laughs> yeah, how it was good shit. It was. And yeah. I feel so bummed that that collaboration didn't happen and won't happen because that would have been the kind of like revolutionary collaboration between the TV film industry and a designer that like mm. hasn't happened yeah. and might not happen. And the fact that he was so passionate about it right. um, was, could have been so exciting. Yeah. And I just send him and his folks all the love yeah. in the world because it really meant so much to us that he, he fucked with he us. Was a, he was such a fan, right? I think that's the different, that would have been the difference between this collab. And when you see this stuff happen, it feels like a cash grab or not like an authentic thing. Right. He was just a fucking stan of industry and just loved yeah. what you guys were doing. And yeah, I mean, just even now that that story is public though, it is cool that like people, cause that, that is a kind of like a beautiful moment for like yeah. the legacy of industry. And then also like a nice little footnote in like Virgil's very illustrious career, even though it was cut short. So thank you yeah. for sharing that. It's very, very wonderful to hear. Of course. Big ups to him, man. He's the best. But uh, yeah, steal some bath water so we can. Yeah, but yeah. And again, please spit. Can you spit in some pure point mugs so we can again sell them <laughs> Easy. to, de- to sexual deviants <laughs> like horny Jimmy. <laughs> My holla, thank you for coming on to the only podcast matters. Don't log off because we still have another yeah. five, ten minutes. Ten? If you, if you are, could be so generous. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. for the afters. But um, yeah, where can the kids follow you? What do you want to plug right now? The floor oh. is yours. The floor is mine. Um, I can, I'll, I'll plug bodies one more time. This is a very fun movie. Um, if you like to have fun, go. Bring your friends. Go see it in the theater. You're going to die it's like a theater uh, experience where people are like laughing and like like yeah, the yeah. whole energy of the of the space is like unreal yeah. right yeah seeing it amongst people is the best way to see this kind oh, of for film. sure yeah yeah um and yeah. it's just the best and people are so funny in it so go see it i would you're say. gonna literally die get your body you're, caught yeah. <laughs> seeing bodies 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 say your goodbyes because you will die. <laughs> you will literally die <laughs> Um, and obviously watch season two and all my, my peoples in the UK, be patient because it's coming and <laughs> drops. You're going to love it. Um, and stay tuned because I've got some things coming next year, which is great. Hell yes. My Thank you for coming on to the only the podcast that matters. You. Jeff, take us out. Yeah.